Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we be discussing season two episode 43 titled penguin sets a trend this episode picks up of course right where the last one left off the penguin has batman and robin tied down to a catapult that's gonna launch them across the city and they're gonna go splat on the other side cameras are recording their demise uh the rope that is tying the catapult down, is slowly being burned through. They're gonna die. Everyone's gonna watch it. Oh no, what's gonna happen? The worst is yet to come. So, (laughs) God, this episode is so good. So, we get our grand escape, and (laughs) it lies formerly, or it lies Firmly. Why did I say formerly? It lies firmly in the bullshit category. (laughs) So, Batman is calculating the trajectory of the catapult. And he's doing this, trying to figure out where they're going to land. He does that. And then, (laughs) he gets... His hand to the Batmobile remote control and has it drive to the place where they're going to go splat. So then, <laughs> Batmobile's driving over to that place. Uh, at one point, it stops to let some idiot kids ca- cross the street, just run them over. They're in the they're in the road. They have no real care for the world around them. Just run them over. They deserve it. Those little shits. <laughs> I do not want kids to die. I, I I do not want all children to be run over. I, that was a joke. I should say that right now before I get angry emails. <laughs> or I guess for this show it would be angry call-ins. Whatever. So. The Batmobile drives over to the spot where they're to, to the spot where they're gonna go spat <laughs> to the spot where they're gonna go splat rather. Catapult launches them, rope having burned through, and they're going through the air. Definitely, it's not shitty green screen at all. And then they go across the city. <laughs> And land in a net deployed by the Batmobile. And they're totally fine. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how physics works, but whatever. Look, I've learned not to question this stuff. Batman and Robin are alive. The show continues. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that net. That freaking net. It's so good. So Batman and Robin decide not to arrest Penguin immediately for, you know, trying to murder them. Because, I guess, oh, we don't know what Penguin's plan is. We may never see that chainmail armor again if we arrest him. Bad decision, but whatever. So they go back to Penguin's office and beg to be back in the movie. Penguin says no. And then they leave. And then, knowing that Penguin's listening over the intercom, Batman gives this whole BS monologue about how he's been bitten by the acting bug. And this is the worst thing that could have happened. He wants his name in lights. He wants Oscars. He wants to be in film. And Penguin, because he's a narcissistic douchebag, comes out and is like, uh, actually, you know what? I, I do want you to be in my movie again. Wah, wah, wah. And so he gives Batman the second part of the script, and Batman's like, Yay! We got him cornered. And so they leave to study the script. Now, normally something this minuscule I would not mention because it's just nothing. But since this is Marsha's one scene in in, in this episode... I might as well discuss it. So Marsh is on screen for like 30 seconds in this episode. With her aunt. Looking for old toads for a potion. That goes nowhere this episode. Maybe it'll go somewhere in part 3. But that goes nowhere in part 2. Moving on. (laughs) Marsha Queen of Diamonds is useless in this episode. And I'm okay with that. Because she's a terrible villain. (laughs) The only reason I'm tolerating her in this arc is because she's paired with a much better villain in the Penguin. So anyway, Batman and Robin show up on set. Now it's a medieval movie for some reason. And so, Penguin puts Batman and Robin in this big bulky armor that they can barely move in. They're complaining. They're bitching about how they can't move. And then Penguin's like, hey, come over here. And then Batman and Robin essentially just waddle like a penguin over there. I I, I was kind of hoping that they'd play the penguin theme (laughs) while they were walking. (laughs) It's really hilarious just to watch these two stumble over. In these big, bulky, restrictive suits of armor. 
And then Penguin, having never bought Batman's acting bug crap, because why would he? That would make him an idiot. Uh, he rolls up a two-ton electric magnet to them. The armor catches on the magnet, and they're trapped. And Penguin's like, wah, 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 you can't stop me now as I go to the hexagon. The hexagon. And meet with a, a general who wants to be an actor and also is relevant to my plans. Bye. So, okay, ignoring the fact that Penguin just told Batman an essential part of his plan for no goddamn reason, the hexagon? What? <laughs> See, it's like the Pentagon, except... It's a hexagon. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why didn't they just say, oh, there's a general in town? Why did they make up a fake military building <laughs> called the hexagon? <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> the hexagon. <laughs> What's next? The octagon? <laughs> the decahedron? <laughs> the hexagon. Alright, for the sake of discussion, I'm gonna jump around a bit. So, Batman and Robin are still trapped, still stuck to this magnet. They can't get out. And Batman's like, I have an idea, but it all depends on whether I can throw this explosive into this lamp. So he throws an explosive into the lamp, and somehow, through some form of magic, the explosive in the lamp shorts out the fuse box and deactivates the magnet. It, is that possible? Is that in any way possible? I don't think it is, but I, look, I'm dumb, so I could be wrong, but I am 99.9% sure that that is not possible. What Batman did, I'm pretty sure, is like just magic. He performed magic in front of our eyes. So that Batman and Robin are like, Okay, Penguin told us his plan for no reason, so now we gotta go to the hexagon. Uh, also, we can't take this armor off because... Reasons. Why waste precious minutes taking this armor off when we can continue to wear this liability around ourselves? You know what? Um, I'm not going to say it now because there is a point later in this episode where it is more appropriate to say it. 
So anyway, meanwhile, Penguin's at the hexagon. You know what? I've done that joke to death already. He's at the hexagon. He's talking to this general who wants to be an actor for some reason. And Penguin's uh, kissing his ass and being like, You're a great actor. You're, you'll, you'll be amazing. I want to sign you to a five-year contract. And then the general calls in this major who's supposed to escort Penguin to where he wants to shoot his film. And Penguin wants to shoot in Room X. And the Major's like, um, uh, uh, I, I don't think we should do that. That is a dumb idea. That is really, really bad. And then Penguin talks him up and is like, oh, you're, you're great. Uh, you're great as well. I also want to sign you up to a five-year contract. And the General's like, I thought you wanted me to be in a five-year contract. Oh, did I say that? I shouldn't have done that. I want you to have a 10-year contract. And then the general and the major, like idiots, at the promise of an acting career when they retire from the army, just lead this dude to room X, which on its own, not important. But room X connects to room Y, which connects to room Z, and that's the real secret room. Why, why bother naming the rooms then? Why bother naming three rooms when you can just name one? You can just say, this is a random room. This is another random room. Don't go behind this door. That, I mean, look, I get it. It's a top secret room. You gotta put up a smoke screen, but this is just overcomplicated. You could simplify this by a lot. So anyway, these these people are idiots. And they led the penguin here. They tell him everything he needs to know. And then the penguin brings in his chainmail armor brigade. Because apparently that's what he needed the chainmail armor for. Was just to put on his henchmen when he invaded the hexagon for his real goal. And so they just charge through to room Z. And then these do these two do nothing to stop that. They just sit around arguing about who to call. Like, call the cavalry. We haven't had cavalry since 1910. Uh, call the army. We are the army. Well, then just get some men here. They're doing a freaking Abbott and Costello routine while Penguin is stealing top secret information. They're dumb. They're idiots. They should be fired from the goddamn army. But anyway, the Major eventually comes back with men as the General just sits there doing nothing. Once again, like an idiot. Like a useless goddamn moron because he is a useless goddamn moron. And all the men come in, and they're like, We need to charge after the penguin in room Z. Ah! Ah! Yeah, um... So the penguin just came charging back at them very hard. And he escaped. 
So the army people are chasing him out of the out of the hexagon. Penguin gets in his van, drives away, but then the Batmobile shows up and is like, "You guys are idiots. We're taking it from here." And then the general and the major are like, "Oh, thank God, we don't have to do any work. If he gets away, it's all on Batman now. <laughs> Our jobs are saved." So now there's this big car chase. Uh, Penguin rounds a corner and his van pops a tire randomly. So then Penguin and his chainmail soldiers start running away on foot. Batman and Robin go after them in the armor. Uh, Penguin starts rolling barrels at them. He's literally doing a barrel roll. And... Batman and Robin get knocked down by the barrels. Penguin hits them with knockout gas. And now they're just uh, suits of armor lying on the ground, essentially. And I say this because a scrap metal truck comes along and is like, Hey, what's that? And Penguin's like, Oh, just some old junk. Hey, can you haul this scrap metal away and crush it? Sure. We're not going to question this at all. So we get our cliffhanger, which is just Batman and Robin in these lifeless suits of armor about to get crushed in a crusher by some unwitting scrap metal junkyard personnel. And and we're getting this cliffhanger because they were too stupid to take off the goddamn suits of armor! Oh, we can't waste precious time taking this off. Only, it actually just cost us our lives, pretty much. Idiots! These two are idiots! You should have taken off the armor! It would have been worth it! God damn it, you're dumb! You're the worst! You're idiots! God! Anyway, they're about to get crushed, and that's where the episode ends. Tune in next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. (sighs) This is an episode of Idiots. Meanwhile, Marsh is still looking for old toads. (laughs) This is a pretty good arc. (laughs) This is a pretty solid entertaining absurdly dumb arc (laughs) everything I love in 1960s Batman Jesus Christ (sighs) everyone's dumb this world is weird god damn we'll see how this resolves tomorrow we'll discuss this at length tomorrow if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Uh, you can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show 
Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 44. Talk to you then.